Welcome to Spark. I'm Angela Wagner. And I'm Nicole Esquino. And together we're here as your hosts for a mix of happy hour style venting and results-based coaching. Spark is a judgment-free space where we'll chat about both the brilliant bits of life as well as the bits that are a little more, well, sucky. With lightness, laughter, and the belief that there's no such thing as oversharing, we'll guide you in finding clear paths out of murky messes and toward discovering inspiration in everyday moments. This week, we will discuss how setting alarms can change your life. We will also talk about why you should take care of yourself first and how leaving a good review can make everyone feel good. Hey, Nicole, how are you this week? I'm fabulous. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Thank you. Well, I'm really excited about this episode. This is our episode number two. Woohoo! I know, right? And <laughs> um, we're going to start with a really fun segment, and it's all about setting alarms, which I know sounds kind of silly. Like, of course, we have to set an alarm in the morning, but Nicole has taken setting alarms to a whole another level. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you've actually taught me quite a bit about how this can change my life. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your your whole philosophy? Okay. So my alarm obsession really began when I was teaching elementary school and time is very scheduled, like down to the minute because you have to be at specials by 9.51. Like, so you literally had to be really on on your time. So I started creating like each section of what we were doing that day would be 10 minutes, nine minutes. And I had a timer running all day long so that we would make sure we hit those times. So that's kind of where this whole thing began. So I started to take it into my personal life so that I could get things done at home and just overall time management change the way I did things. So I started a um, grading papers alarm and I would have to create a really specific name for the alarm because you know in the iPhone it has like where you can name it and so I felt like I had to name it but it turned out to be really good because it allowed me to pick one task. So I'm going to grade papers or I'm going to do the dishes or pay bills, whatever your task was that you wanted to get done in a certain amount of time. And then you would pick the time and then you would start the timer and then you only had the amount of time that was on the timer to take care of that task. So the ways that it helped me is I had to focus on what tasks I wanted to get done. It helped me prioritize them, like which alarm did I want to do first? And then I had to come up with a very serious rule of when the timer went off, that was it. Like you had to be done. There was no like, I'll wait until a few more minutes is up. Like when the timer went off, that was it. Ooh, so lots of self-discipline, even with the alarm. Yeah, and I use it all the time now. Now that I've transitioned to sitting at a desk for a large portion of my day, I have an alarmer on my computer that alerts me every 30 minutes to stand up. And it doesn't matter what I'm doing. I stop when the timer goes off. I stand up. I walk a couple of laps around the studio. And then I come back and I start the timer again and I get right back to work. So it's it's also a really good tool to help you refocus, but it also keeps me from like sitting on my behind all day. <laughs> That's awesome. There's actually um, a entrepreneur class that I took a while ago for business owners, and they talked about setting an alarm, the 30 minute alarm 
increments, like 30 minutes mm-hmm. that you would do a task. And they had a whole philosophy of like how to work efficiently and all that stuff. But what I took away from it was it was like, pick one thing that you're going to do and like everything else shuts down. So yeah. your email shuts down and you know, you're all your stuff and I'm going to, you know, write this blog post for 30 minutes and there's no other distractions allowed. So that could be a great way if you like want to just be hyper focused for something. Um, I've actually done this, this, I don't know if it's necessarily an alarm, but it's more of like a timer. I guess it's kind of an alarm. Um, same idea though, of like emptying the dishwasher. Cause one of my friends said she had trouble. She like never wanted to empty her dishwasher And so she timed herself. She was like, I want to know how long this takes. And she figured out it only takes her three minutes to empty her dishwasher. Oh, man. So now she sets like a three minute alarm and it's it's like a race every time. And so Mm. one, it helps her to realize like it's only three minutes, just empty it. And it goes back to my episode one sparkism of do it now. Mm, (laughs) For sure. Um. And two, it kind of gives you a goal, right? It's like you set the alarm. So that's kind of a fun one. Yeah, definitely. I also use it when I do uh, email. That's a great idea to shut everything down, be in email for like 30 minutes and you just knock out as many emails as you can. And even if it's like you're not, I'm not completing each task from my email, I'm like taking the task and I'm like moving it into my calendar so I can prioritize it. Um, But it helps you like get through those emails if you have email anxiety like I do. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, major. I'm the same way. That's like, that's a whole, that'll be another major topic (laughs) because I have so many great ideas and things that I've figured out with email. But um. Another one, you I think you might have mentioned this one, was the going to bed. Oh, yes. So that one is one I think you helped me with. And it's kind of funny because I have get ready for bed alarm at 9 p.m. And because John and I are like major night owls, so we were before we had kids. And so the last two years have been really challenging for us because the kids get up regardless of whether or not you want to. You know this because you're. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They're yeah, not waiting so, on the alarm. <laughs> no, and no matter how late people they stay up, they're they still get up at seven. So, um, so I've had to really be serious about that. And I think your whole point of like you can't break the rules. So like this week, like my alarm will go off at nine o'clock. It's supposed to be that whatever I'm doing, I drop it, I get ready for bed, and so it's like literally I'm ready for bed, and then I can go back to doing something else. But at ten o'clock, I'm supposed to be in bed, like lights out. Right. And I've just been breaking the rule. Like John and I are watching Parenthood and we're Oh, I'm I like, love that one. <laughs> such a great show. And I like look at my alarm. I'm like, oh, yeah, my alarm just went off. And then, you know, I'm like, we're still watching the show. And then we ended up watching another show. We like broke every rule we have. We watched mm-hmm. another episode in bed with our laptop and we have like a no electronics rule. So anyway, we broke every rule in the book last night, but we got to bed at 1130 and we were exhausted today. So Yes, you have to stick to your own rules. And I have two alarms at nighttime. Do you have two? I do one that's like get ready for bed and then I have another one that's lights out. Oh, maybe I need that one. (laughs) Because like once I get ready, because like the whole process of getting ready for bed sometimes, because I have to go downstairs to get ready for bed. So then I'm like excited because I like run down the stairs with the dogs. It's like always a thing. So I like go downstairs. I do all of the prep. 
And then, like, I get in bed and I read, like, no electronics, just, like, reading a book. And then the alarm will go off to turn the lights off. And then that's when you shut the lights off. And then no books, you're done. Bedtime. Mm, I like it. Mm. All right. Well, so, listeners, try it on. Like, try some sort of alarm, any little or big alarm that can help you pick, you know, just keep one of your, your goals. All right, so moving on to the sucky moment of the week. Woo! <laughs> we need like some super cool, funny like music. We'll have to figure that out in yeah. future episodes. Yeah, so. Like womp womp. <laughs> womp womp, sucky moment. <laughs> so this week's sucky moment's actually pretty sucky. <clears throat> you know, there's like a sucky scale. Maybe we should create a sucky scale. Ooh, Ooh I, like I like that. that. <laughs> it's fun how these things just come to our mind. So <laughs> on a sucky scale of one to ten, I would say this is like a good eight and a half. Ooh. Maybe my husband would say it's a ten, but you be the judge. So John ended up in the ER. Oh, no. Yeah, on Friday. And um, I haven't told many people this yet, but he uh, got a piece of chicken stuck in his esophagus. What? Yeah, pretty insane. <laughs> and uh, we, you know, I went shopping and it, like a good little wifey was like, oh, I'm going to pick up dinner, which I never do. And I was like, I'm going to get this rotisserie chicken from Kroger and our dinner is going to be $10. And how awesome am I? Because <laughs> we usually get like, you know, expensive takeout from somewhere much more expensive. And so I was all proud of myself and cooked up some sides and had dinner ready for Luke and John and me and like two bites in, he's like, oh, you know, this doesn't feel right. And it was just this like long process of a couple hours of getting the kids ready. And he just kept like, he actually like threw up at one point and I won't go into the gory details, but he just kept saying like, I can't swallow, but he could breathe. So like in my mind, I'm like, you're fine. Like clearly the chicken went down or you wouldn't <laughs> be able to breathe, you know? Yeah. So uh, my dad comes over because I asked him for some reflux medicine. I'm like, maybe you need some reflux medicine. And my dad comes over and he's like, John, I really think you should go to the hospital. <laughs> he's like the voice of reason. I'm mm -hmm. like, huh, yeah. So uh, we, I take him and luckily the kids are asleep at this point. And, you know, my dad was there. But uh, yeah, it turns out, I mean, they had to call in like the GI doctor. Like, you know, it's a Friday night. They had to call in his whole team. Like four people had to like stop what they were doing because they were on call and like come in. Oh, man. I know. They put him under the whole deal. It took the guy almost an hour and he comes out after and he's like, that was a huge piece of chicken. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah, it was pretty insane. And so I've known John for like seven, eight years. And the whole time I've known him, he's had this thing where, you know, every couple months or so he'll say like, oh, I feel like I can't really swallow. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, oh, it feels like it's stuck. And I just honestly thought he was being kind of dramatic because I was always like go to the doctor and he would never go to the doctor mm -hmm. and so I'm like I think you need an endoscopy and of course he just would not go so in his very weak moment not being able to like you know function properly before the doctor removed the chicken I took advantage and I said honey I'm gonna ask you this one time in this very vulnerable state to please take care of yourself next time you know you need to go to the doctor and he was like yes <laughs> oh man lesson learned yeah and you know I think like the inspired action from this 
and not to just call John out because I've been here a million times myself, but it was just such a great moment for us as a family to realize like, Hey, and I said to him, like, you have me, you have Zoe, you have Luke. Like, it's not just about you anymore. And he was like, no, totally. Cause like he was in this state at one point where he started panicking and he thought he was going to die. Cause you know, I didn't realize how bad it was, but he couldn't even swallow his saliva. Like he had a cup that he was like spinning into for like four hours. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was insane. And so, you know, we just like it, it's just such a, like an eye opener into like, you know, that thing where you're at the, um, you're on the airplane and they say, put on your mask first and then, you know, little kids or whoever else, because it it's just, we all know this, but like we have to take care of ourselves or we just can't take care of anybody else. So true. Yeah. So I encourage and I will say invite and maybe even insist all the listeners to do something for yourself this week that is that thing like you know you should do, like schedule the mammogram or um, I don't know, maybe it's something like go get a pedicure, like just doing something where you know like I'm taking care of myself mentally, physically, emotionally, giving yourself some time because I think like it's such an easy thing for us to put that aside and then take care of other people. For sure. So do you have anything that comes to mind for you in this scenario? Not anywhere near that sucky scale number. (laughs) (laughs) But I thought of one that I struggle with daily since I am so task-oriented and to-do list, check everything off. Like that's just kind of how my my brain is wired that I sometimes forget or not necessarily forget, but like I postpone going to eat lunch because I'm like well let me just finish what I'm working on then I'll go or oh this this is only gonna take me a couple of minutes let me do it and then I'll go and like that just keeps piling and I do it until it's literally 2 30 3 o'clock <laughs> and lunch is like way past so I'm committing to trying to leave on time give myself a timer and leave go eat come back fresh re-energize and just commit to taking care of myself. Like I need to eat, I need to refresh my brain and then dive back into those tasks instead of just keep pushing it back myself. Just, oh, I can wait. I can wait. So I'll commit to working on that this week. Yes. I'm constantly texting you I know. Go to lunch. It's like three o'clock. I'm like, have you been to lunch yet? I'm on my way. It's usually my answer. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. So it's just so interesting. But it's like, if you think about it, like, would you accept that from your husband or your kids or your right? Like, I don't accept that from you. Like, I'm like, I want to take care of you. So go to lunch, but I'll do it for myself. Right. Totally. Yeah. So it's, it's nice to just like, I need to do this for me so that I can, I'll be more productive, honestly, if I go and eat and just take a step back and come back in. Like, I know that logically, but I'm so into, like, let's check it off, you know. Um, so, yeah, I w- need to take care of me first. Yeah. Well, and it's it's also interesting, like, from a coaching perspective to think about why. So if you think about why don't I make that appointment or like, so for the doctor, a lot of people are scared. Like I've had a lot of friends say to me, I'm scared to go get a mammogram. And I'm like, well, it's going to be more scary if in a year from now you find out you had cancer a year ago and you, you know, like it's worse, right? So it's never going to be worse if you take care of things now, it's always going to be better. So if you think of it in that way, that's, 
you know, and, and, that, and even something as simple as like needing you time going to get a pedicure or like my husband like never gets time to himself. It's just like work and then he comes home and takes care of the kids. And so I'm always like, hey, why don't you just like go out for an hour? Like, I don't even, you know, the other day, like went out and got a haircut and like, I don't know, got a smoothie. It was just like an hour to himself, you know, no kids, no nothing. And it's like, if he doesn't take that, it's just like his anxiety builds. And then it's like, oh my gosh, it's so stressful. So I think it, if we can look at it always as me taking care of myself now is going to be less time and energy and money and all those things in the future. Yeah. I love how you said it just then. You said that taking care of it now is not going to make it any worse than taking care of it later. Like that was... It's, it's just always going to make it better, really. Yeah. I don't know. That just like, that one hit me. I got chills over here. <laughs> I was like, ooh, deep. deep. <laughs> yeah. Because like for your lunch thing, all it's going to do is the what longer you wait, the like the worse you're going to feel. Right. Yeah. But if I just go and come back, like it's nothing is getting worse by me leaving and coming back. It's only going to get better by like committing to do that. Yeah. And like if something like going to sleep or something like mm-hmm. not taking care of yourself, like you're just going to feel better if you do that now. And so you might think, oh, I'm staying up and getting work done, but your work isn't going to be as efficient. Right. So. Exactly. Anyway. All right. So lots of good goodness came from John's sucky moment of the week. So our next segment is ask the coach. The coach is me. And for our first, <laughs> I know it sounds so fancy. Um, for our first like two or three episodes, we're recording them, so nobody's hearing them, so we don't actually have any questions. So just send in any questions that you have to me at podcast at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com. And this can be anything from life to love to diet and exercise, so just really any questions that you have about life, and we'll, we'll answer them on the podcast. So you could be featured, which is pretty exciting. All right, so moving on to try this try this. So something simple and easy that you can do that might just make your day a little better. So my thing this week was to leave a good review. And there's a lot of different things you can do with this. And the most obvious is like going to a restaurant, like going on Yelp and leaving a good review. And that's super cool for sure. Like that's a great example. But one of my examples is that I love Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Oh, yeah. Nicole knows this. <laughs> I'm obsessed. And so I go to this one by my house and I mean, I drive like 10 minutes. I have a Starbucks like within a, you know, like a block walk, but I like drive over there. And one, I like the coffee much better, but two, the people at this location are phenomenal. And I think like you've met them, right, Nicole? Oh yes. Super nice. Very friendly. Yeah. And so like every time I go in there, I just like make an effort like to like two of the guys, they're Indian. And so they're they have their name tags on and they're like not names are kind of hard to say. And so I'm like, how do you say your name? And, you know, we're just talking about their name. And then the next time I went in, I was like, where are you from? And, you know, and it, and I they shared some like really amazing things about like how they immigrated here and their families. And like, it's just this beautiful connection. But the guy gave me the receipt and he always gives me a receipt and I always just throw it away. And he said, Hey, leave a review. Like it really helps us out. And I was like, Oh, does it? And so we started talking about that. And apparently these reviews, like just on, you know, when you get on the, like the bottom of your receipt and it's a review and get a free donut hole or something, you Uh know? 
and I can't eat gluten. So I'm like, I throw it away. But, um, yeah, it really helps them a lot, a ton. And so I was like, Oh my gosh, I'd love to go on. So I went on and like left them a huge review. And then this is really bad. This is like a confession, but I went to Taco Cabana the other day. (laughs) Now it was the first time in like two or three months, Nicole, I used to go like once a week, but Uh, look at you. Oh, I was like, when was the last time I went here? It actually tasted amazing because it's like had been so long. But yeah. the guy was so awesome. Like the the drive through guy, he was just awesome. I can't even explain how awesome he was. So I like immediately like looked at the bottom, found the little survey. It took me like five minutes. And I was like, I found his name on the receipt. And I was like, Garrett's awesome. He was so friendly. Give this guy a raise, you know, and every little bit helps. And like, especially at places like that, like, you know, that those guys aren't making that much money. And so it's like anything that that you can do to help boost them, even if it's just that their boss shows it to them, it'll totally make their day. Oh, for sure. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. And I just thought, you know, it's something so easy and free. But think about, you know, with life, like we tend to leave reviews or, send emails or whatever when we're mad about something, right? So it's like, I had this bad experience at this restaurant or blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go leave a bad review and, you know, that, or I'm going to go complain to the company. And that's all fine and good. And I think that there's definitely a place for that. But it just seems that it's not as common or, I don't know, it doesn't seem like, oh, I need to go do this when it's something good. Yeah, as in when it's negative, you feel like I must go write the review now. It's a different kind of urgency, yeah. Which is sort of sad if you think about it, right? Yeah, it's super negative. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it got me excited. So now I'm like looking for all of these opportunities of what are some ways, you know, because sometimes people will say like, I want to leave a tip. But like every time I go get a cup of coffee, like it just adds up. And it's like, yeah, maybe not every time you can you can leave a tip or something, but you could write a review or you could just tell them thank you. I mean, there's just so many cool things. So I encourage everybody like this week, find something that you can like somebody's day that you can make better by calling them out by name and leaving a good review. I like that. All right. Our next segment is going to be shout out. And what's interesting is my shout out is going to kind of relate to what you just your story. But I had no idea you were going to tell that story. (laughs) Um, So one of my favorite, favorite cheap places is Waffle House. Ugh. I I just can't even describe my love for Waffle House. Um, But we went there last weekend. And we were placing our order and Caleb ordered a waffle and he wanted uh, just a chocolate chip waffle. Well, the waitress is new because I know most of the people there (laughs) because of (laughs) how frequently we go on cheat days. Um, But she she just messed up the order. But it wasn't really that big of a deal. Like Caleb was going to eat it anyway. He drenches it in syrup. So like you can't even he wouldn't even have noticed. But she was like distraught about it. And she was like, nope. I'm going to fix this up for you. So we go on like eating our meal and we're not even because she's super busy. We're not really paying attention to like if she's going to come back or anything. Um, But she does. She comes back and she made him like a special uh, peanut butter chocolate chip waffle. And I'm talking like stacked all this stuff on there. And I mean, you would not believe Caleb's face. Like it was just sheer joy over the excitement of what just landed on his plate. But it was just so nice. She did not have to go back and remake the order because it was fine. We weren't asking for it to be remade. We didn't even complain. She just realized it when she came to the table. Um, But she just totally made his day. Like he was just beaming. And so at the end, 
when she brought us the receipt, I wrote a little note to her on there thanking her so much, just telling her that that was so nice and like you rock with a big smiley face. Um, and then when we went to pay, you have to give them the receipt. And so Vic was giving her the receipt. And when she saw it, when she was checking us out, she was like, thank you so much. That just makes me feel so better. I've only been working here a couple of weeks, so I'm still learning. And I mean, it just totally changed her demeanor because she, she seemed very nervous at first. And now she's just, I mean, it, it just totally changed everything for her. So it was super neat to just get this waffle and then show some thanks back to her. And again, I had no idea that that's what your story was going to be about. Um, so just kind of crazy. Yeah. And I, what I love about this too, is that you guys didn't get mad at her for getting it wrong because I think so many times, like if someone messes up, we're just like so quick to blame or oh, be yeah. negative about it. Like, Oh my God, like you got this order wrong. Like everything's bad. And it's like just taking that human you know, side where you think like, oh, you see she's in the weeds. Like if anybody's waited tables, like anytime a waiter or waitress is like in the weeds, I can tell because I used to wait tables. Oh, me too, girl. Ooh. Yeah, right. And so like I always over tip. <laughs> me too. I feel like that should be a requirement for people to all work in the restaurant industry for a little while to see because that job is not easy. It's stressful. Oh, it's no joke. And like I remember being like, you know, in college and like taking orders for like alcohol drinks and I didn't know what any of it was you know oh like, my gosh me too <laughs> yeah and so people were like well they were either patient or they weren't and so I think you know it's just like lay back and be nice and understanding and then look what look what you get in return right like and then everyone's in a, a good space so yeah we're all just working we're all just trying to survive so might as well make it pleasant for each other I know it's true right and then you might just get a chocolate chip peanut butter waffle out of the deal what oh. <laughs> And don't kid yourself. I got a bite of that thing. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Spark. Find us online at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest at Coach A Wags. That's A-W-A-G-S. Remember this week to take the time to give thanks, raise a glass, and discover what it is that sparks you.